0: Welcome to OLWJ Captivation, the podcast featuring boundless superstars and special guests who will provide information on achieving maximum success.
1: I see boundless as not allowing the, you know, things that get in the way, the roadblocks to stop you. You see it and you go, you know what? This is a challenge. And a challenge doesn't mean I'm going to stop. I'm going to figure out how to get through this, how to move forward. In fact, I kind of couple boundless with resiliency.
0: Special episodes of the podcast will center around concepts related to financial wellness. For everyone deserves a shot at financial freedom. Dollar cost averaging, it allows somebody to systematically invest.
1: Whether the market is doing, you know, the, the market is up, the market is down, okay? And notice I, I didn't say uh, market good, market bad. I just said if the market is up or the market is down. There is no such thing as good or bad. It's just the market. And here's the thing. When somebody gets that education, right, where, when we sit down with them and we're able to explain to that, they don't get scared by the ups or the downs,
0: Thank you for making the decision to tune in to OLWJ Captivation. Hello and welcome to OLWJ Captivation, Unlimited Enthusiasm Toward the Future, the podcast that focuses in on money, mentorship, and motivation. I am your host, Otis Wilson Jr., and thank you for making the decision to tune in to this episode of the podcast. My guest on this episode of OLWJ Captivation is Sanja Linus Mackey. She is a motivational speaker, business strategist, author, life coach, and she takes pride in helping women to reach that next level by helping them to become independent and build digital businesses of their own, showing them that, hey, regardless of the circumstances, things can get better. Here is a recorded interview with Sanja Linus Mackey, right here on OLWJ Captivation. Hello, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Hello, hello, Otis, thank you for having me today.
0: It's a pleasure to have you here, indeed, indeed. Let's get things started by you telling the audience all about yourself.
1: I am Sanja Lioness Mackey. Lioness is what my friends call me. I am a purpose-to-profit life coach and a digital business strategist. I am also a mindset master. I love to work with women in particular on their limiting thoughts and their sabotaging behaviors. Basically, the things that have them standing in their own way, keeping them from stepping into the fullness and the greatness of what God has in store for them.
0: That is awesome. In 2016, you walked away from Mm -hmm. a career-oriented lifestyle. Why was that?
1: Two things in particular. I was looking for two things. And I actually will say I had a great job. I had a six-figure salary. I had a five-figure bonus that was approaching six figures. I drove my dream car. I traveled all over the world. And yet, something was missing. And so, the two things that were missing most for me were freedom. So uh, I would say time freedom and location freedom in particular. I really want. I love travel, so I really wanted to be traveling and seeing the world and having grand adventures around the globe, but I also wanted more time freedom to be able to wake up and schedule my day in a way that most fit me and my desires and my needs. I also wanted more what I call me freedom, that authenticity, where you just get to take off the corporate mask and you get to be you and you get to do you and it works, okay? Um, so I definitely wanted those things, but but another thing that i really wanted purpose i wanted to step into what i call my god assignment and really do the work that god had tasked me with doing here on earth so using my gifts and skills and talents uh, not just to make money but to make a difference and an impact in the world so purpose and freedom were two of the big drivers for me
0: and that is something that a lot of people do not know how to do what would be your first tip to someone who's thinking about
1: doing something
0: that you did
1: one of the first things is you have to know your why and we hear that a lot but sometimes people don't know what that really means what is your motivation Uh, I look at it twofold there's got to be something that's pushing you and something that's pulling you so the thing that was pushing me was that I really was becoming dissatisfied with my corporate life you know it felt very stifling I wanted more freedom I wanted more authenticity Um, so despite the money it was really becoming a place that I I didn't really want to stay any longer. Okay. So that was what was pushing me, but what was, pulling me was that vision of what life could be like, the freedom to be able to make money from anywhere in the world, to not have to answer to anyone, to be able to wake up. And, you know, if I want to go get a pedicure at 10 o'clock in the morning, or I want to go to the gym at three o'clock in the afternoon, I can do that because my day is my own. And then of course, being able to use my gifts and skills and talents in the way that I was really meant to. So not hearing anyone say, oh, Sandra, you're too direct and you're too assertive, which was the consistent feedback that I always received. In the corporate environment, but being able to use that in my entrepreneurial space and knowing that it fits and it works because I help women who maybe don't have a voice, who aren't assertive enough, or who don't stand up for themselves and who need someone like me to help them along the way. Where does strategy play a part in it all? Oh, uh, well I had to have a strategy. So I had a one year strategy in place for how I was gonna exit my corporate job and step into entrepreneurship. I actually had started my business prior to leaving the company, so about a year or two before um, but I put a one-year exit plan in place um, you know the ducks that I needed to get in a row in order to make that move now what I will say though is it's true what they say the best laid plans often go astray and that is exactly what happened for me Um, towards the end of that one year some things started happening and and actually why I was holding on really I wanted that bonus for that next year I wanted that bonus but some things started happening that made things what I call untenable so a bit uncomfortable Um, things were going on and I and they were affecting my peace of mind and my well-being so I made a decision and I decided that the paycheck was not worth my peace of mind and my well-being so I elected to leave without it okay I made that decision and sometimes I think we're in that spot where we have to decide what is best for our health what is best for our peace of mind our emotional stability our well-being and sometimes that means leaving money on the table so that was a conscious choice I made a strategic choice that I made to protect me and my mindset and my well-being. Some people found it very
0: difficult to make that decision. Why do you find that to be the case?
1: It's money, you know? And, uh, you know, I know for me, and probably a lot of people maybe grew up the same way that I did, hearing that, um, just get that good paying corporate job with benefits and you're gonna be set, you're gonna be straight just get that and of course even when I was contemplating leaving people didn't understand why I was leaving like what you're leaving that good paying corporate job with benefits yes I am you know and so I think we grow up with that mentality and it's all around us and it's reinforced by society um, you know that corporate paycheck those benefits the medical the dental and all those sorts of things and we look at that as stability and security and so we stay it's like the golden handcuffs the golden corporate handcuffs we stay even when we're not happy even when our health is being affected most people stay and it's because of you know that mentality that has been ingrained in many of us since we were small children
0: and i would also say that it's the influence of others that play a part in that would you agree or disagree with that
1: absolutely absolutely because as i said i was hearing some of those same things when i was thinking about leaving i worked for two very big companies fortune global top 10 companies and people were like what you're leaving them why would you do that and they just didn't understand when i talked about things like purpose and passion in my work and using my gifts they looked at me like i had grown two heads what are you talking about you work for that the company you got that good paying corporate job with benefits why would you leave so yeah i think there's a lot of pressure um, and I see that certainly with the women that I work with. They uh, are notorious for people pleasing. And so they want to make everybody happy. And so when people start to voice some discontent or, uh, you know, the, with their choices and their decisions, it really makes them stop and think twice. And sometimes it makes them halt what it is that they truly want and stay in uncomfortable situations and even unsatisfying situations just because they're afraid of what other people might say or think. Mm-hmm.
0: You mentioned two words that I like. Passion and purpose. Passion and purpose. Mm. Let's talk about those two words for a moment. Let's start with Mm -hmm. passion. Talk to me about Mm -hmm. that.
1: Well, passion, I think a lot of people are out there looking for it, um, you know, and really what I have found, you know, digging deep into these areas that they're really looking for purpose, but they call it passion. So they often can be very confusing to people and uh, people really don't understand the two. Now, they should, you should have both. I have both in my work. I have passion and purpose in my work and you should have both. But I will say passion is that love. It, it's what lights you up. It is what uh, gets wakes you up in the morning you jump out of bed just anxious to get to work or you can't go to sleep at night because you have a great idea because you are so passionate about what you do and for me people always tell me that that it shows up in my voice when i'm talking i'm just very passionate about the work that i do and it shows up Um, because again and this leads into purpose i consider it to be my god assignment and so i take helping my my god assigned people very seriously and i'm very passionate about it i show up for it OK, it moves my heart and soul to know that I am making a difference in the impact on people's lives in that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Your business. Talk to me about that.
1: So specifically, I've mentioned my audience, women, a couple of times. So specifically, I help women who are really wanting to pivot from that corporate environment and really move into entrepreneurship or who may already be in entrepreneurship. And, you know, like me, um, they have a a successful business are they are making good money but There's still something missing because they haven't quite pivoted into the area of purpose and passion. So they're really wanting to do that. I would say on on either side of the equation, whether it's an employee or an entrepreneur, they're looking for more purpose and passion. They're definitely looking for more freedom. So, again, the type of freedom that I I indicated earlier more time freedom, more location freedom, uh, more financial freedom, of course, but also that me freedom, that authenticity. So they're looking for those things, and, and I coach them, I encourage them, I empower them, I teach them how to create that for themselves what does the coaching process involve I want to know about that talk to me about the coaching process (laughs) well I can tell you one thing it really involves is turning the mirror uh, helping them to turn the mirror on themselves and really looking Uh, and assessing where they are standing in their own way. So that's a huge pillar of my program, and it is uh, actually the first pillar. We have to see what is getting in the way, what has them getting in their own way, blocking them from the very things that they want in their life. So what are some of the limiting thoughts that are holding them back? There's a lot of negative self-talk that I come across, um, a lot of fears, doubts, and insecurities. There's a lot of sabotaging behaviors, perfectionism, procrastination, lack of focus, consistency, Discipline, you know, so all sorts of things that really, again, keep them from actually achieving the very things that they want. So we got to start with with them because that's the biggest problem. Mm -hmm. And many times they know it. Many times if I ask them what has been getting in the way of you realizing your goals and dreams, they will tell me it's them.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, in this process, I guess, is it coaching first or are there different phases? Explain the entire uh, process to me.
1: Yes. So I do have a a three-part process, three pillars. So the first pillar, as I said, is working with them. Uh, That's more that mindset work. I call that more that personal work where we really have to dig deep inside of us and and look at what's been getting in the way, what's been holding us back, and we really have to address those things, okay? Uh, Pillar two is where I really work with them to discover their purpose and passions and how they can monetize it uh, and turn it into a business. And pillar three is where we actually do that work of turning their purpose-driven, passion-filled, work from anywhere business ideas into a real-life business so we attach things we attack things like um, you know building their their email marketing um, what social media platform are they going to be on and getting consistent and showing up there with the content attracting their audience Um, what is it that they're going to sell to help meet the pain points and problems help solve the problems of their ideal target clients so really we start to work in those areas where um, we build their business so when they work with me typically a lot of times they come with no idea at all But when they leave, they leave with a full-fledged business that's making money. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Talk to me about
0: some of the success stories. You have some success success stories to share with me? Absolutely,
1: absolutely. So for me, the biggest thing, you know, is really when in pillar two, when they really discover their purpose because many times it's something that they have been searching for trying to discover for months and even years and many of them on that very first discovery call that we have they may literally be crying on the phone because they feel i haven't been able to find my purpose my god assignment why am i here what am i supposed to be doing and it's a question a series of questions that weigh very heavily on them And so many times in that first call, um, you know, they're very unhappy. It's spilled over into other parts of their life. It's like this big burden that has been weighing on them, this big question mark that they don't have the answer to. And so in order to, you know, really to work with them and and see them come to that realization with my help and my assistance in that pillar two of my program is just so rewarding. And many times they cry on the phone again um, because it's like a relief, like a burden lifted off their shoulder. They know why they were created. They know what it is they're supposed to be doing. They know their purpose in this world. And it just gives their life so much clarity and so much direction. And uh, it's just a beautiful thing to see. So I love to see that when my clients have those moments.
0: Over the period of time, what's the time frame for all of this or for the transactions to take place for most women? I mean, I know that there's some who can make things happen over a month time frame. Some it takes six months. Mm-hmm. So what's the time frame?
1: Mm-hmm. The time frame is, I would say, more along the four to five months uh, time frame. And I'm, I'm kind of looking at extending that a bit because what I want to do is I want to work in a live retreat. So that is something that I, I have not worked in previously, but I had been thinking about that even before the pandemic. And certainly that put that on the table. But I'm looking to pull it back off next year. And a part of my program will actually take place. Actually, the purpose part, that pillar two, that very important pillar two part will take place live and in person at uh, an event where it will be me and it will be other women and so we'll be working together on that very pivotal uh, piece of the equation but um, yeah you know it it typically takes I would say about four to five months and again there's because that's because there's a lot of work going on there there's that that personal work there's that purpose and passion work and then of course there's that work to build what I would call the minimum infrastructure for their new business now obviously we can't tackle everything in that time frame but again it is uh, another to get a person from zero to a hundred i find it uh intriguing from reading your bio and the things that
0: you have accomplished let's talk about Mm -hmm. your travels for a moment 79 countries Mm -hmm. am i right about that did i read that Mm. correctly yeah you read that correctly are are you sure it's not just nine (laughs) countries are you sure i read that <laughs> I, I, no, I, it's definitely I,
1: seventy-nine.
0: I, you know, I am reading. I'm using a braille display here, so I don't know. Maybe some of the dots were falling <laughs> off. I saw seventy-nine, but anyway, it's just kidding. Seventy-nine countries. Talk about some of your uh, your uh, traveling experiences with me.
1: Ah, you know it is um, yeah I'm, I'm a heavy traveler uh, it's a travel lifestyle so I don't just say that I love to travel I live a travel lifestyle and there is a difference um, when you part of, again as I mentioned earlier part of the reason I left corporate was to have more of that location freedom so that I could work from anywhere so when you are able to make those kind of moves like leave a six-figure uh, job because you want more time to travel and more freedom to travel it gives you an indication of how important travel is to a person Mm -hmm. but um you know i can clearly remember when i was sharing this story just the other day Growing up, you know, and it's not that my parents did a lot of traveling or anything like that, but I remember watching, uh, you know, shows like Wild Discovery, uh, you know, just from different animal shows that were on television. And of course, they always showed Africa. And so, as a child, I said, I told myself, I'm gonna go there. They always show two places. They always talked about a lot: the Serengeti and the Masai Mara. Okay, and so those places are in Kenya and Tanzania. And so I just told myself as a child. I'm going to go there someday. I'm going to see that for myself. And so in 2005, I was able to make that trip happen as an adult. I was able to go and I went on a three week safari to Kenya and Tanzania. And I will never forget sitting on the deck of my tented, uh, you know, accommodations in the Serengeti and a small tear came to my eyes as I just realized I'm here. I I made it. This is a childhood dream come true. I had made it to the Serengeti of Africa. So, um, and that's really how a lot of my places are. Yeah. That, you know, dreams, places I've always dreamed about going like Australia and Tokyo. I was always fascinated with the Japanese culture, the geisha and the kimonos. So that was a place I always wanted to go. So I have just been out there checking dreams off my bucket list and seeing the places that I've always dreamed of seeing.
0: That is awesome. Let's talk about something like the bucket list. There are so many people who don't understand goal setting the bucket list checking things off (laughs) let's talk about that for a moment
1: the importance Mm -hmm. of that Mm -hmm. type of stuff oh it's very important because you know statistically uh, studies show that you are more likely to accomplish something if you write it down and really we see remnants of that throughout our life uh, we make the grocery list we make the honey-do list we make the Christmas list we make the, the the house cleaning list you know we make all these different lists to remember things that are important to us okay uh, that we don't want to forget so same thing with the bucket list these are things that uh, typically people consider to be important achievements or goals or you know destinations or you know it could be a lot of things that I actually have several categories on my bucket list but these are things that we want to do that are meaningful to us and that we feel will give our life meaning and we want to do these things before we die or as they say kick the bucket
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fantastic you know I think about myself and the different things that I want to do and accomplish and I love to read and authors that I listen to I like audible I'm a big audible fanatic And I'll tell you Mm -hmm. what, every author that I listen to, they all talk about writing the goals down, checking them off as you accomplish them. When we discuss motivation,
1: what are the things that inspire you? Definitely, I would say just the thought of, again, living with purpose and living with passion. So I want to truly live my life. And I feel that a lot of people are out there and they are surviving, but they're not really thriving okay they are existing but they aren't really living so they're going through life like a a robot or a zombie on autopilot or on remote and they're just going through the motions um, or they're just treading water just trying to keep their head above water okay and I decided and this was part of the reason again wanting to leave corporate I wanted to feel more alive I wanted to live life with more passion I want we only get one life like one life. And I don't know that people really realize that because Mm -hmm. if they did, I think they would show up differently. You know, one of my favorite quotes and I actually have it in my Facebook community. We all have two lives. The second one starts when we realize we only have one. And so I think that is a wake up call to a lot of people. When you realize we only have one, we better get busy with living it to the fullest because we don't get a do over. That is so true. So, for me, it absolutely has meant showing up for my life with more intention, with more purpose, uh, with more impact, um, and just making sure that I am enjoying each and every day. It's so easy, especially when you are. Starting a business or really trying to uh, make your business more successful to always be thinking about the future and always be thinking about when your business starts making more money, when you get all the bills paid off, when you get married, when you have children, when the children are out of the house. You're always going to start living when something happens in the future. But what some people fail to realize is that they're not really living right now. And right now is the only time that we really have. And so for me, it definitely is making sure that your life is not balanced because I don't believe it can be that balanced as so many people strive to achieve. But I think your life can be in more harmony and I think your life can be more fluid where you are planning for the future and working toward the future, but also enjoying the gift of the present.
0: Well said, well said. And transitioning to your Facebook community. Talk to me about that a little bit.
1: All right, so that is a group, sorry fellas, but it's for women only, okay? But it is for women in various stages of entrepreneurship. So whether they are, you know, just have an inkling of the idea, and so they are still wondering, can I do this? Can I step away from the quote, safety and security of a corporate job? Uh, To those women who have already launched their business, and they're just looking for more uh, community, more support, more of a network with other women who understand the journey and who are doing the same. So I look at it more as a sisterhood um, and not just a group, but a community of women who have come together and who inspire and motivate and encourage and empower and support one another
0: and the community itself how long has it been in existence and has it grown I'm sure it has how much has it grown (sighs)
1: Yes. Well, you know, it started with just one person, me, about three years ago. So now we are a little over 9,000 women. Okay, again, at various stages of their journey. So it's a very diverse group, group, women all over the the world, uh, primarily in the US, in the UK, and in Canada, actually, those are three of our biggest, uh, you know, destinations as far as where our members come from. But yeah, it's a very inspiring and motivating group. The women say that all the time. It's full of positivity so you know there's a lot of things that we have been through out in the world over the last year or two with the pandemic uh you know everything going on with uh people's employment situation black lives matter uh police situations the the politics just a lot going on and people need that like i really try to make it a place where people can get away from some of that negativity and some of the horrors of the real world and come in and just have a place where they can relax and they can have a little bit of positivity
0: Great, great. Facebook community, traveler, she's
1: also an author. Talk about the book. All right, the book, Unleash the Beast, okay, is the topic, uh, the title of my book, and uh, the tagline is Escape the Corporate Life to Live Your Dream Life. So it really chronicles some things that I feel are quite important uh, to making that that leap from corporate into entrepreneurship. So addressing things like, for example, fear, okay, the fear that we have around making such a move. Um, also things like understanding your why, Uh, That's important. So really, some of those key tips and strategies that I felt were so fundamental in me making the move, I've iterated them and talked about them in more detail in my book. Mm
0: -hmm. Outstanding. And where can the book be acquired?
1: All right, right now it is on Amazon. I actually need to get with my editor so that we can get that in hard copy or in printed form so that we can get that in bookstores. But for right now, you can definitely get uh, the e-copy on Amazon. But more uh, copies will be available hopefully next year. Great,
0: great. I'll tell you this, my friends. It's amazing when people can talk about motivating and encouragement and I always ask my guests to provide some words of encouragement. What would you say to someone who's in doubt and who feels like they are just on the lines of giving up? What would you say to them at this
1: point? I would say never give up. Everything you know because many times they look at other people that are out there and they see what they have and of course that's a zero-sum game comparison but people do look at other people and so in that vein i want that person to remember that everybody started from nothing like nobody was born with the business nobody was born um with all the the success or the happiness or the money like many most of the time this has to be created we have to go out there and actively create life that we want we have to go out there and orchestrate our own dreams and we absolutely can do that we are the master of our destiny Um, we are the captain of our ship Um, we are in charge of our own happiness and our own freedom and our own fulfillment Um, if it is to be it is up to me and it's the same for each one of us it is up to us to go out and create and live our own best life and we are absolutely capable of that in fact We are the only ones who are capable of that. No one else can orchestrate that in our lives except us. So true. So Uh, I would leave that person
0: with that. So true, so true. You know, I'm going to ask you one question, if I may. And uh, Mm -hmm. it's just a question of curiosity. Mm -hmm. The uh, things that you do are geared toward ladies, which is fine. But I'm just curious, Mm -hmm. why that direction? (laughs)
1: um i think because women have been behind from a societal standpoint behind the eight ball for a very long time um they are so used to putting themselves on the back burner they put everybody else first they put the spouse first they put the kids first everybody comes first and they come dead last um they give until there's nothing left to give um they give of their time their energy their their goals their dreams until there's nothing left i have literally talked to so many women who they don't even recognize themselves anymore they don't even know who they are when they look in the mirror they have literally lost themselves in the giving and nurturing of everyone else and so what i want them to know is that it's okay to give and nurture to yourself. It's okay to prioritize your own self, your own goals, your own dreams. It's okay for you to be happy too. You don't have to sacrifice that in order to be a good wife or a good mother or a good person or a good woman. So that's why I specifically love to work with that particular audience. That answers my question. Is there mm-hmm.
0: anything else that you might want to say that we perhaps did not cover
1: Oh, I think we've covered quite a bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we have, but I would just say that, um, you know, time waits for no man and no woman. It is a, a finite resource. Um, and every day is a day. Once it passes, we will never see that day again. So we need to become more aware. We need to become more intentional about how we show up in our lives and how we are using that precious resource that is time if we're aware of it and we use it right it can be our biggest asset in the creation of our own best life but if we don't if we squander it and we're not aware of it we can absolutely it becomes a liability against us and we wake up one day wondering what the heck happened how did we miss living our own life and so the work that i do one of the reasons i do that is because i don't want People to find themselves in that situation, waking up one day and finding out that it's almost time to die, but they never really lived. Well said.
0: Well said. Provide the audience with information as to how they can get in touch with you
1: all right so you can definitely find me uh, the book on amazon okay unleash the beast by sanja Mackey. Um, you can find me certainly the women in the facebook community purpose-driven women entrepreneurs wealth freedom and impact you can also find me on instagram and on clubhouse both of those social media platforms under my name at sanja Mackey. s-o-n-j-i-a-m-a-c-k-e-y
0: awesome Well, Sanja, thank you so much for doing this interview. It's been a pleasure to talk with you. And Mm -hmm. this is how I met her on Clubhouse. I heard her talking. Yes. Wow, she's got a powerful voice, man. She can light somebody up. (laughs) (laughs) But indeed, indeed, it's been a pleasure to meet you. And I sincerely hope that we're able to work together in the future. Okay. I do,
1: too. Thank you so much for having me, Otis.
0: You're very welcome. We have come to the end of this episode of OLWJ Captivation. Thank you so much for tuning in as well. To learn more about what I do, visit my website at www.olwjboundless.com. There you can subscribe to my mailing list and read my blog. Follow me on Instagram at o_wilson_junior. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at OLWJBoundless. Les Brown once said, it's okay to fail as long as you land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. Until next time, my friends, take care.